Homily for the Solemnity of Mary, Holy Mother of God, January 1st, 2020, St. Mary's Church, Grand Forks. Today's Gospel transports us back to the stable in Bethlehem. We see how Mary is contemplating all she had heard, all she had seen, all that had happened in her life, particularly becoming the Mother of God. And before we speak about the person of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we need to speak about the person whom she bore. Think back to the earliest centuries in the Church. Within the Roman Empire, there were various levels of persecution being carried out against Christians, to the point where they needed to gather clandestinely in house churches or in other secret environments. Once the religion of Christianity had been decriminalized, it happened that many different ideas became out in the open, proliferated. Some of them were not accurate at all. So the church needed to address this issue, specifically who the person of Jesus Christ truly is. Back in seminary, one of the courses we had to take was called Christology which dealt with these very issues. At the risk of oversimplifying the matter, there were those in history who argued that since Jesus is a divine person, he couldn't really have been human. His suffering on the cross, for example, must have been just an appearance, almost like a hologram, but could not have really happened to the person of Jesus. Others argued that since Jesus had a human nature, He couldn't really have been divine. Here's where the uh, proliferated heresy of Arianism came in, which styled Jesus as a sort of superhuman figure, greater than us, but lesser than the Trinity. Others figured he might be some sort of composite, half-human and half-divine, but not possessing either nature fully. Well, the Apostles' Creed is quite basic when it comes to introducing us to the person of Jesus. As a person of the Blessed Trinity, it says that he was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and then goes immediately into his Paschal mystery, his suffering, death, and resurrection. Well, after the legalization of Christianity in the 4th century, During particularly a couple of ecumenical councils in Nicaea and Constantinople, the council fathers took on this issue of teaching with clarity and definitely who the person of Jesus was and sorting out the errors from the truth. I had a professor in the seminary who liked to use the phrase negative growth, that in order to get things right, we had to denounce and to examine the ways in which people were getting it wrong. When you pray the Nicene Creed, for example, later at today's Mass, or on Sundays and other holy days of obligation, you will notice that the part which speaks about the person of Christ is expanded considerably. That paragraph can seem somewhat repetitive with its phrases, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, etc. But we need to remind ourselves that each phrase reflects the correcting of an error that that the church had identified. 
and that we need to take each of those items seriously, as our ancestors in faith did. To put it simply, Christ is not just a part divine and a part human, but possesses both of those natures fully. He is a divine person with a divine nature and possessing human nature in its fullness except for sin. The fullness of Christ's divinity is where the power to take away sins comes from. We need for him to be fully divine in order to redeem us. Now, the fullness of Christ's humanity is what applies that remedy directly to our human condition. And this is what we celebrate when we speak of Jesus as the Son of God, and we speak of his mother as the mother of God. One of the most renowned saints in modern history with regard to teaching on the Blessed Virgin Mary, a French priest by the name of St. Louis de Montfort said this, God made man, found liberty in being enclosed in his mother's womb. He showed his power by allowing himself to be carried by her, young maiden though she was. He found glory, and his father found glory too, in hiding his splendor from all creatures of earth, so as to reveal them to Mary alone. End of quote. We think of what St. Paul said to the Philippians, that Jesus did not regard equality with his father in terms of outward appearance, something to grasp at. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.